chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. Now let's talk about food that has been sacrificed to idols. You, Corinthians, think that everyone should agree with your perfect knowledge. While knowledge may make us feel important, it is love that really builds up the church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. But the person who loves God is the one God knows and cares for. So now what about it? Should we eat meat that has been sacrificed to idols? Well, we all know that an idol is not really a god, and that there is only one god and no other. According to some people, there are many so-called gods and many lords, both in heaven and on earth. But we know that there is only one God, the Father, who created everything, and we exist for Him. And there is only one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom God made everything and through whom we have been given life. However, not all Christians realize this. Some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real. So when they eat food that has been offered to idols, they think of it as the worship of real gods, and their weak consciences are violated. It's true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't miss out on anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. But you must be careful with this freedom of yours. Do not cause a brother or sister with a weaker conscience to stumble. You see, this is what can happen. Weak Christians who think it is wrong to eat this food will see you eating in the temple of an idol. You know there's nothing wrong with it, but they will be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been dedicated to the idol. So because of your superior knowledge, a weak Christian for whom Christ died will be destroyed, and you are sinning against Christ when you sin against other Christians by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong. If what I eat is going to make another Christian sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I don't want to make another Christian stumble. The gospel is the good news. It's the good news about God sending His Son Jesus who came to triumph in this life. Who came to live a sinless life, a perfect life, a selfless life. Then He would give His life as a sacrifice on the cross. But He did not just die. He rose again on the third day. Resurrection is what makes the news good. This is not some divine duel where God and Satan are punching it out and we're in the stands hoping that our God will win. When you consider the magnitude and majesty of our omnipotent, all-powerful God, it is impossible to make Satan small enough. It is impossible. We keep preaching the victorious champion that our King Jesus really is. 
Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the victorious King of Ages. He made you.